Well, why don't we go ahead and start? Uh, I think we'll probably finish early. I, I, I'd wait a few minutes if I thought anybody else was coming, but I'd, I'd be really surprised. I know Sherry comes sometimes, but maybe she has a, a conflict today. But it uh, looks like we've got uh, Bob and Joni and uh, Don and Michelle with no microphone and me. So uh, uh, today we're, we're discussing uh, Shoeless Joe by W.P. Kinsella, uh, K-I-N-S-E-L-L-A. I'm not going to give much of a bio on Kinsella. I, I, I didn't really do my homework. I'll, I'll admit the, the Wikipedia, where I usually get most of my information because it's easy and it's usually pretty good, has a lot of caveats about the information needing more source references and needing this and that and the other. So the, the main thing I took away is don't trust a lot of what, what's in here. So uh, 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 Kinsella was born in 1830, I'm sorry, 1935. He died a month ago today on September 16th. He was 81. Uh, born in uh, uh, Edmonton, Alberta, in Canada. Uh, and mainly he wrote uh, like three novels and a number of short stories, uh, mainly about baseball. He, he, was, he was kind of a baseball fanatic. And he also wrote about the indigenous, the indigenous people of Canada, I guess. Uh, uh, but, I mean, his name came up. I'd always, I'd always known the the book name Shoeless Joe. I never had gotten a chance to read it because uh, my attention was brought to it back in 1989 when I went to see the movie Field of Dreams, uh, uh, the Kevin Costner baseball movie, which is based on this book. And uh, uh, I'll have to admit, uh, well, I'll talk a little bit more about this when when I when I do my comments about the book. But the Field of Dreams movie is just great, and and I'll just say. If y'all go to the Blind Mice Mart Movie Vault, you ought to you ought to invest the hour and half hour and a half whatever the Field of Dreams movie is, because it's excellent. Uh, the audio description's good, and uh, it, it it captures a lot of the magic that uh, that I think Kinsella intended. That I really don't think the, the book, or at least this particular narration of the book, uh, doesn't capture. I don't think. So anyway. Uh, uh, the, the the main thing that I found of interest in the Wikipedia article about Kinsella is he didn't get permission from 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 J D Salinger to use him as a character in his book and uh, I mean I think you're supposed to do that even if you're not presenting the guy negatively and you know even if especially if you're if you're showing him in some kind of fictional if you're not doing some kind of biography or something where you're just talking about his life so I I don't know if he he ever had any uh, legal damage as a result of that but apparently uh salinger was fairly litigious i think in terms of his work and uh you know i guess if he had a legal issue with somebody but uh i i thought that was interesting in the movie field of dreams they they didn't want to they didn't want to have legal a legal battle with jd salinger so they they changed the character's name to to Terrence Mann instead of using J D Sounder as a character and uh, uh, James Earl Jones who's you know who's who's black did the voice of Darth Vader and has done uh, it's got a great voice uh, he he portrayed him in the movie so uh, that they, they backed away from from any any of those those kind of legal entanglements but uh, like I said I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie I've always known about this book and I knew the movie was based on the book but. Uh, uh, it, it was checked out of the library back back in the day when the movie was out. I never was able to get it, so I thought, well, I heard Kinsella's name mentioned in the news a month ago when he died, and I thought, well, let's let's let's, let's do Shoeless Joe. So uh, 
I'm going to release the mic. That's pretty much all I have on a bio for, for Kinsella. Uh, and uh, let's, let's hear what y'all thought about it. Well, to Alan, I wish I could say I loved the book, but I'm a baseball, not a historian, but I love baseball. And they, they, they didn't feel the dreams of Superior. Absolutely. We got it from WGBH on VHS, which is no more. We gave, uh, probably gave it away. I'm going to go get it up on, uh, just like I got Brooklyn. The ladies had Brooklyn in their book club, and I'm going to see the movie just to see what they do with it because Sherry said it ended differently and so forth. Uh, but Feel the Dreams is superior. I wanted them to, I should have guessed, to get more into the Black Sox scandal because Shoeless Joe was was innocent. Yes, he took money. Yes, he did. He, he was illiterate. He's from Georgia. He was his wife was the brains there. She wrote the contracts with uh, with uh, the owner uh, Charles Comiskey. And remember, in 1919, up to the almost the flood case and other cases later in the century, uh, the the owner owned the player. He could pay him anything he wanted. He, he just he owned him. And anyway, when uh, these guys were found guilty, and uh, the commissioner of baseball, Kennesaw Mountain Landis. I'd throw them out of baseball for life. Buck Weaver, the third baseman, fought it all of his life. Some of them never, they were scarred. And Shoeless Joe did give the money back. He wanted to give it back to Charles Comiskey. But Comiskey, who was a crook himself, he, he didn't want any. He says, no, you keep it. But you're done. You're through. And Joe hits 375 in the World Series. He drove in many runs. He went all out, but he took the, he took money. So I'll just say that I wish I could have liked it better. Um, J.D. Salinger, I remember Catcher in the Rye. Of course, that's one I remember. I guess I'm going to ask, was he a hermit like they show in there? Was the research good? I, I, I can't tell in other things. Uh, but I loved, uh, I'll finish by saying I loved uh, Field of Dreams when there was a little boy in that movie, not not Karen. Who's, it was a lovely depiction of Annie and Karen. They had great faith in Ray, I guess, Kinsella, uh at that time. But um, uh, when he uh, Joe was paint, playing catch or fa- no fading into the sunset or whatever, and the little boy wanted to run out and play with him, he goes, "No, stay here. It's play with your, you, know, play catch with your dad." And I thought that really got to me. And yes, I my Joe was one of the great hitters in baseball. He was an illiterate guy from Georgia. It doesn't matter where he's from. And his wife had the brains, but they really took it. The gamblers really got him, and the players, too, who took the money. Okay, I'm done. Thanks for listening. So it's a little bit of a disappointment, but I, it was an easy read. Yeah, I'm like you, Bob. I, I was I was really disappointed, too. Uh, I, I don't know if it's so much. I, I would like to know more about the Black Sox scandal, but, but it's like anything else with those things. you got the people that are in charge and the people that are in power, and we end up seeing one little slice of it, and, and those guys had to take the fall. And, and, I, and I'm sure uh, uh, they they weren't nearly as deserving of what they ended up getting punished with as as what they had done. So uh, I, I'm assuming the, the the money guys behind it that, that probably nothing happened to, uh, you know, they, they skate like they always do, and, and nothing happens to them. But uh, I would like to know more about the uh, – uh, the event and the history and stuff. So I guess I need to to get something non nonfiction on it. But uh, yeah, I was real disappointed too because the movie, uh, uh, like I said, was was really kind of magical and stuff. And 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 this just didn't 
this just didn't capture it. I mean, the uh, the narrator was was kind of eh. I, I, I didn't think the narration was was great, and uh, I, I'm not sure even even with a, with a good narrator that it would have made it. It wouldn't have captured the magic like the movie does because you don't have the musical score and stuff like that. But uh, uh, but the, but I, I did listen to the the Blind Mice Mark movie and it's it's great. And it is a little girl in, in the movie, Bob. But her name is Karen because I I just I reviewed it last last Sunday and uh, so I'm not, I don't know what you're remembering, but uh, 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 Ray Ray Kinsella does have a little girl in it, and it's I mean there, there's a lot of, a lot similar to the book, but I, I guess the character that's in the book. Uh, that's not in the movie at all. The guy that he buys the the farm from or rents the farm from originally, uh, he kind of makes that that baseball kind of preaching a sermon kind of thing toward the end of the book. That I thought was kind of uh, uh, kind of not very good. But uh, uh, that guy's not in the in the movie at all. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, like like I said, I I was disappointed because it. It, it is just kind of a struggle to get through it. I'm glad it was short, but uh, I'll let somebody else talk. Thanks. Anyone else, you guys? Any thoughts? Maybe you disagree. Well, to tell you the truth, I tried to read the book, and the more I read, the least I liked it. For one thing, the writing, uh, somebody must have taught this guy when he, when he was in junior high about similes because everything was a simile and it got so it just was too much and um, you know I sort of like baseball a little bit but I don't really like reading about it that much and the writing to me was so bad the story, I would have liked to have known more about the Black Sox scandal. Um, I I know that J.D. Salinger, um, I don't think he's alive. I don't know. He plays. But um, I see the well, this in the trilogy. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, which I didn't read yet. Um... But uh, there was a book, there is a book about J.D. Salinger, which was on the bestseller list, I think, maybe about a year ago. And I wanted to read it, and I still do. And I'm sure that we can get it from Bard or Bookshare. And, um, but I know that he was um, a very nasty person. He ended up being a hermit. Um, so some of the things that, um, Kinsella wrote about about him are true but um, I just really did not like the book and I think there was something wrong because I didn't like it but well, that, that is and I stick to you started buffering real badly there at the end uh, yeah uh, and, and, and like I said I'll just let me say this up front you know the, the, the Wikipedia article you know said it needed more references and stuff so anything I'm saying just take it with a grain of salt uh it mentioned that about uh, uh, Kinsella's educational background, and it really read kind of funny because he apparently he made the claim that he woke up at like age five and he was able to read and write. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know about his memory and stuff, but I, I find that extremely hard to believe. And uh, it's something about he he got a lot of his education, like his writing writing education or, or English education stuff, later in life. So. 
uh, I, 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 it's what you said that about the similes and stuff. That, that some of that may reflect that. But like I said, take all that with a grain of salt. Yeah. By the way, Wikipedia has a lot of those disclaimers in it. So I, but I, you got to be careful with Wikipedia. I was disappointed because I was expecting that little kid to come out and say, "Hey, Joe, it isn't so." And uh, and I understand Shoeless Joe was a product of child labor. They had him working in the factory as a very young kid, and he grew up working. That's why, and he never smiled or something. Maybe I have the wrong character, but. It was kind of a sad story. Right. Yeah, the classic. Uh, yeah, I, I I stand corrected, Alan. I I don't know where I got it. it was a girl, uh, a, a little kid. I don't know why I was described. We found that I were there, and I anyway, you straightened me out. Thank you. Um, say it isn't so, Joe. Say it isn't so. As he walked out of court, and he said it's so. You know, when they threw him out of baseball, and the whole he lost. Um, so that was a classic. And Sarah Palin used that against Joe Biden. Remember, she said, say it isn't so, Joe. You know, that was that lived down through the century. <laughs> through the century. And uh, the Cubs, who did go to World Series, by the way, they, they haven't won a championship. That's And I love, I won't start with the Cubs. I love them, and I hope they win. It's hard to root against the Dodgers, but I'm doing it. Uh, but they they had a worse scandal in, eight, eight, in 1918, but didn't get caught. They, they, these guys threw series baseball games there was no control over it and Arnold Rothstein who was the gambler behind the Shoeless Joe and the Black Sox scandal was later murdered 10 years later I don't know if it related to it and the paperwork on the scandal has disappeared in the 40s they tried to go look for it gone I suspect the Cubs may have benefited from the the worldwide flu epi- epidemic in 1918 they probably uh, I think the attention was probably diverged to, to, to other matters but uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's like it. We only we only get a little piece of, of of this kind of stuff, and it's usually the people that's controlling the information are the ones that 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 can lose the most if everything comes out. That's why you never get the whole story. Oh, and I will come. I don't mean to talk more about the movie than than, than the book, but I'm kind of like the rest of y'all. I, I was I was disappointed in the book, and uh, one thing I really liked about the movie, uh, Dot Graham. Uh, is played by Burt Lancaster, who who I've always loved as an actor, and he he's got a great voice, and he's just uh, uh, those scenes they do in the movie when uh, when when Ray goes out, and you know all of a sudden he's back in 1955, and he's he's uh, uh, he's walking on the wait, you know, let's see, 1955. Well, he he goes back in time, and he's walking on that rainy night, and he runs into Doc Graham out walking with his umbrella and stuff. Uh, uh, it's just classic, and, and you know, Burt Lancaster's got this most soothing voice, and it's just a, it's a great scene in the movie. But, uh, uh, well, I, I'll, I'll be honest with y'all, I, I really don't have anything else to say about the book. So, if anybody else has any last comments, uh, feel free to make them, and then then we'll uh, then we'll talk about uh, what we're going to read for for next month. I'll just make my last one. I thought the episode with Doc Graham when he went back to 1955 in that town. The philosophy, you know, and so forth was terrific. Uh, again, I don't know if a Doc Graham existed in baseball. We'd have to look that up, I guess. And because he's Archie later. He's the boy, and you, I guess that, that he's Archie Graham. And then uh, and he's going to grow up to be Doc Graham since he went back in time. And then, of course, Archie um, went with Shoeless Joe because he Doc Graham would be dead by... 
perhaps by you know by the time what what 1970 or whatever they Kinsella lived uh, in the play Ray his family um, Karen and Annie uh, so the point is he walked off with the players and they knew they just knew that that was the end of, you know with Archie he's going with the ghosts or whatever yeah. Uh- one thing I do remember that, that caught my attention, and there was an NPR story on Kinsella, I, I guess a day or two after he died, and it specifically mentioned Moonlight Graham. Apparently, Kinsella came across his name when he was doing his research for the uh, for the book, I guess, and and that that's how he came up with that uh, with, with that character. So he, he, you know, I guess he spun the tale. Uh, a lot a lot was based on on that. So. Uh, how much the the real Moonlight Graham played or not, or I don't remember the details, but the NPR specifically mentioned that in that story they did on him. And then did he become a doctor? That was a little stretch. You know, Moonlight, Moonlight Graham, right? We can Google these guys. I think he played in, uh, in 1906. I'm not sure he played when Shoeless Joe played, but I don't know. But yeah, Moonlight, uh-huh. I, the way he got his name, that was great. If that's all true. The... Um they, uh, you ever had that audible tour, walking tours that they had? You could listen to it like they had a tour of the base, the, I think the, I think it was the Dodger Stadium, uh, and so on, and they also, in some other places, New York and other cities, but they were really good. Uh, Don, I'm going to do it. A, a walking tour of Dodger Stadium, sure. Uh, Evansville, would, it's torn down now. That would have been historical, but the, the uh, Dodger Stadium is too. And uh, they do have walking tours. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I would have liked a, a little of him to. I mean, he kind of he kind of brushed on some of the you know the the, the more important ball fields. Uh, you know, because you know when Ray left to go out on this quest and stuff, he was he was trying to go through some ball fields. He kind of kind of brought that up and then kind of let it die. So he went to two or three of them. But he, I, I find a book that, that talked about those pretty interesting. But of course nowadays. A lot of them are gone. I mean, nobody cares about history anymore. They, you got these corporate guys. They want to run everything, or the dollar drive everything. All these these teams want to move from city to city because they can get a a brand new ball field and stuff. And nobody cares about history and stuff anymore, or or loyalty, or or, or you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. The, the the game's changed so much, and it, and, and the dollar's driving so much of that stuff that that it's almost you know it's it's almost not even worth fooling with but uh, I'm disappointed about that but uh, a story about ball fields and stuff and some of the major stadiums you know hopefully some of them are still left would would be interesting I think Ray uh William Kinsella went uh Ray whatever went to Fenway Park which is the oldest I think the oldest park uh, 1912 I just want to add that Wrigley Field which was built in 1923 cost $250,000 to build how low the price was it must have been millions so if you you know use inflation and so forth 250000 to build did they ever put lights in it yes they did several years ago the state legislature vote, they had to vote it in Don. and when we went in 08 yeah you were I don't know you were in Chicago weren't you no you weren't the old time radio thing we went to Wrigley Field to a night game but yeah, most of, that's when I liked the Cubs because I was a young kid out of school in the summer, and they do the day game, and I could stay up and hear it. And, you know, I was a little kid, and I fell in love with the Cubs. They recreated the game on teletype. You'd see ball one, ball two, whatever, you know, strike one, and the announcers here and out in LA screaming and yelling, "What a game!" Listen to the crowd. And the engineer would turn up the crowd, and 
and they'd pound on the microphone when he hit a home run, you know, with a pencil or a pen. It was amazing. Yeah, I got to go to a, a night game at Wrigley Field, too, so I was glad I got to Back when Sammy, Sammy Sosa was playing for him, so my son was a, a big fan, so one of our trips we went to Chicago and got, and got to do that, so that, 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 was, that was great. And uh, I, I'm glad that field's still there. I'm glad Fenway's still there, because they, they were talking about tearing down Fenway a few years back, it seems like. So, uh, uh, you know... Yeah, you know, yeah, I hate that. I hate that people just they forget you know, they forget about history and stuff just so they can build the next great uh, you know mammoth stadium with uh, I guess all the the, the latest features and uh, latest conveniences and stuff. Ne- ne- never mind the history. Yeah, the price of going to these games anymore just incredible, I, uh, especially the series. Well, Mr. Cherry, what's our next book? Okay, well. I- I just picked something. I hope I hope y'all like it. I hope I like it. Uh, it's gotten a lot of buzz lately, and it's called uh, A Man Called Ova, O-V-E. And uh, it's written by, uh, it's Swedish, but it's been translated. And it's gotten a lot of buzz lately in, in, in pop culture and stuff. So it's very popular. Uh, it's about this 59-year-old Swede that, experiences i mean he's kind of a curmudgeon he experiences some life changes and i don't really know what all happens to him so uh it's written by a guy named frederick f-r-e-d-r-i-k backman b-a-c-k-m-a-n and it's db number eight four three nine two uh i love david hartley margolin he narrates it and it's relatively short it's you know maybe right at nine hours it's it's not very long so uh uh I've heard, I read it, I heard an NPR story about it, and uh, I'd heard some other folks talking about it. So that's what I picked. So any comments? Well, the last book, I don't know if it was Steve Larson or the Swedish book, with a, a police procedure was pretty good. And uh, so let's see what this one is going to be like. It is a wonderful I read it because I had seen it on bestseller lists, and some people I knew recommended it. And you did good, Alan. Good, good choice. Johnny, I, I knew somebody. I, I knew I'd heard people mention it in some of these book groups, and maybe maybe it was mentioned on your banquet and stuff too, because I knew I'd heard it talked about. So it may have been you mentioned that you. And I'm glad I'm glad you've already read it and stuff, and you liked it. So that, that'll be good. So you'll be able to uh, to, to come next month and, and, and join in the. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a lively discussion. But. Uh, uh, I'm just going to call it for today. I mean, uh, I hope that's okay. I'll, I'll turn the recording off. But uh, uh, as always, you know, Bob says his rooms are available for us to chat in if we want to. But uh, we're going to go over to my brother's house and uh, t- 